quiz. I mean, like, I don't even like hear that word. 50 Randy quiz. He's a human dildo. It's like, I can't get off. 50 Randy quiz. He fuck people's names up. We watch movies so you don't have to. Welcome to 50 Randy Quades. A movie review podcast. I am your host with the most Nicolas Cage movies. I'm super humble and I like to talk about it. Chucky B. And with me, my co-host as always, Johnny Spade. And with us, the returning guest, Titan. Yeah, yeah. So did you know, fun fact. Titan, the last episode you were on was episode 63, The Void. Oh, God. I remember that movie. It was so bad. It was very bad. It was so bad. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. And the last Cage Talk episode you were on was Cage Talk number nine. Peggy Sue got married. Got married. Yeah, I remember that. That was the first time I ever watched that movie. And we are now uh, through 57 Nicolas Cage movies. Damn. How many more you got after that? Uh, still quite a bit. Still quite uh, Well, yeah. I mean, he's never going to stop. So you're never going to have anything to, not to talk about. But this is episode 140, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And it is also our sixth annual or semi-annual, kind of annual, almost annual, Christmas episode. We didn't do one last year because last year was fucked. You all remember it. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But like I just said, we watched Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And if you have any questions or comments, you can go to 50randyquades.com. You can let us know what the fuck is up. Now, Johnny... Did you know what the tagline for this movie was before before we watched it? I did not. Did you, Titan, know what the... I, I did not. Well, I did not. Let it, me tell it's you. It's kind of cheesy. A Marvel legend will rise. He will. He will rise. I was unaware of his legend previously. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was very much unaware I knew, of his legend. I knew, I knew a little bit about the Ten Rings and stuff like that from comic books, but I was it was never anything I like followed. You know what I knew about the Ten Rings? That they were a terrorist organization in Iron Man. <laughs> right. That's what I knew about Ten Rings. But maybe you'll learn something more about Ten Rings in the trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Throughout my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father. I told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. Glad I was right. You're just a criminal who murders people. 
Some fucking demons again. And just in case you're new to this show, I want to say that we're going to talk about everything. At least we mean to. But like I said, I'm humble and I like to talk about it. So I'm going to give you a warning. I don't know if that necessarily plays into my humbleness or not, but I'm going to say it does. But after that warning, we're definitely going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it, we watched it on the Disney Network. I'm sure you can watch it there, too. So after this break, in three seconds, we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. I'm going to count up one to three, you know. You know how counting goes. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, yeah, that, I don't know, man. One, two, three. Giant dragon. So there's definitely a giant dragon. Anything else, Spade? The Mandarin from Iron Man 3 or 2. I don't remember which one. It was 2. It was 2. Yeah, Trevor Slattery. And, okay, like, obviously, this spoiling would be better, but JT Money is not here for this episode, who usually does the spoilings, but, hey, it's a group effort. We're trying to pick up the slack. We're still going to give you your Christmas podcast. But with that said, we will definitely get into this movie a little bit more in detail. This movie, this fantasy adventure action movie that is part of the, like, what I guess, like, we've been kind of dubbing it the new marvel cinematic universe it definitely delivered on all those genres oh yes it did and subsequently rated pg-13 for its sequences of violence and action and language i don't really recognize too much language but there was definitely some fucking action and violence in this movie yeah well i mean aquafina said shit how many times in that movie I i mean like i don't even like hear that word i know i caught bitch a couple times at least at the end Maybe it's just that I cuss too much, and so I don't really it's even just, like it's just, hear it's it. It's just normal to you? It's just yeah. like, it's just normal conversational talk to me. Unless someone's like, fuck! And then I'm like, oh, I, I heard that, right? <laughs> right. But this movie, Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, sorry, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, it was released in theaters and on... Was it, it was released on Disney Network, right? Not at the same time. Not at the same time. And so, like, okay, so it's released in theaters September 3rd of this year, 2021, debuting at number one for an astonishing $94.6 million, destroying the number two movie, Candyman, which was in its second week at $12.5 million. Like, that's fucking slaughter. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big gap. So, if like, 
what, 10 people are going to see a movie? Like, nine of them are going to see fucking, you know, The, the Legend of the Ten Rings, and only one's going to see Cranny Man? I guess the other movies are in there, too. Uh, number three, we have Free Guy, a Ryan Reynolds vehicle that I definitely want to see. Have you seen that movie? I have. Oh, was it good? I really like it. Oh, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, I've not, I haven't seen that one yet. I, I, I love Ryan Reynolds, so... I'm totally in. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is good in it. It's funny, but I didn't really like the overall narrative of it. All right, all right, all right. It kind of felt to me like it had like a, a Ready Player One sort of vibe. Not really. Or, but I mean, that's just what I got out of the out of the what do you call it? the the trailers that I saw. Then we have at number four, Paw Patrol the movie at five point three million in its third. That's week. some bullshit right there. Paw Patrol didn't get first. Kiss my ass. Well, I mean, it made like $5 million. It was also in its third week. It wasn't debuting. I'm sure the people who wanted to see Paw Patrol probably were out there those first couple weeks, you know, going hard with for the Paw. Probably. Like, we want to see Paw Patrol. We want to see it now, damn it. <laughs> and then in fifth place, Jungle Cruise at a solid $5 million in its sixth week. Did you guys see Jungle Cruise? I did. I also I saw did. it. I did. I paid I liked to it. see it on Yeah, I Disney paid like Network. the 20 or 30 bucks, yeah. whatever it was. I uh, I liked it very much. It was a good movie. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I loved all the jokes. They I were mean, great, dude. I want to watch that movie again. Were, those dad jokes were, those were top tier. Oh, they were definitely top tier. I would say I like that movie more than I like this movie. But they're totally different movies. For sure. Yeah, you like one for the totally different reason than the other. Well, I mean, that movie was fucking hysterical. Oh, it was funny, and it was fun, and it was great, yeah. Yeah, it, just about everything about that movie was fantastic. But this isn't a podcast on Jungle Cruise. This is all about Shang-Chi and the legend of the Ten Rings and how this legend was born with its estimated budget of $150 million to $200 million. Like, that's a big number, to, like even fluctuate from 150 to 200 million dollars from your budget like that's a lot of fucking cheddar but they also they got marvel and disney money so they're just like hey man we just pump it if we pump this movie full of money it'll pump that much it'll... money back out at us right and that's evidence of it's uh you know at the time right now it's been out for what a handful of months and it's already yep. here in the states brought in 224.5 million dollars and then overseas in all foreign lands is bringing in another 207.1 million dollars for an estimated grand total worldwide budget or worldwide profit or not profit worldwide money brought in 431.6 million dollars this movie got made a money. lot of money made a lot of money yeah and i don't even know if everybody's even watched it yet like everybody that watched and and watched all these other Marvel movies, and that's kind of mind blowing to me that it's done this well. And I don't know if necessarily they've even gotten everybody that's watched all the other Marvel movies because this is literally the first time I've watched it, and we're already in December. You know, a good three months, four months after this movie came out. It's just it's crazy to me. But uh, uh, who wrote this movie? Dave Callahan. Destin Daniel Cretton. And Andrew Lantham. Lanham. Oh, yeah. And then Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, we're just going to go with Cretton. Sorry if we're mispronouncing <laughs> your name. That's what we do here at 50 Randy Quades. We fuck people's <laughs> names up. 
He also directed this movie. And then I'm really sorry for what's about to come when we completely butcher a bunch of names. The real slaughter <laughs> right here. Yeah, yeah. This isn't going to be good, is it? So first we got Simu Lu, who plays Sean slash Shang-Chi. And you got Tony Leung, who plays Zhu Wenwu. I get the easy one. Hey, Aquafina plays Katie. Damn you. Oh, yeah, back <laughs> to me. Ben Kinsley. He's Trevor Slat- uh, Slatterer. Slatterer? Slattery. Slattery. See, I can't even pronounce his name, and it's supposed to be one of the easy ones, but I, I pronounced his real name, right? Ben's- ben Kingsley. Uh, he reprives his role from one of the Iron Man movies. I think it was Iron Man 3. I think it was 2. It was either it was- Iron Man 2 or 3. It was three with the Mandarin, I think. I think. Because two had, uh, what's his name with the electric whips? All right. All right. I can buy into that. Either way, it was two or three. So you can go and check up on Iron Man three and two and one while you're at it. I get the worst one. Kind of. Like Menger Zhang plays Zingling, Zeeling, Zeiling. Yeah, I think it's Zeiling. That's the sister. Fala uh, Chen plays Lee. Wow. Another easy one. And then we have uh, Yin plays Master Gong Bo. That was the guy that was like teaching them all in the village. I'm sorry if I butchered his name. I just I love that dude though when he tells when he tells Aquafina don't die. Yeah, and then he goes and dies. Yeah, immediately. Immediately, I was like, that's some bullshit, dude. But Turns kind the corner of expect- and gets his soul sucked out by some one of those uh, dementors. Yeah, and there's Florian Mont- Montano. Who plays Razor Fist, which sounds like a metal band. Right. I call them Sword Hand. Sword Hand. Nice. And then you get another easy one. Andy. Oh, Andy Lee plays the Death Dealer. So who was the Death Dealer is what we were trying to think. Was that the the ghost, ghost face killer guy? That's the, oh, oh, the the funky looking I'm a mime slash ninja. I don't know what I'm. Yeah. The teacher. That's probably who that is. That ungloriously died by getting his soul sucked out subsequently. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. Well, that's what forced those two teams together, too, who were fighting each other. They're like, maybe we should, like, fight darkness together. (laughs) All right, so the IMDb breakdown. Here we go. Shang-Chi, the master of weaponry-based kung fu, he's forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. And uh, it's too early to tell on the awards. All right, so this movie starts out, right, where they're like little kids, or at least that's what I have written down. They're like, is it, that that's where it starts out, right? They're like little kids. No, it starts off with them telling like the legend or like. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're building up the legend of this guy they who's been alive father. for a thousand yeah. years. The dad, and he's all like, hey, I got these rings. I'm a badass. I just want some money and I want some power and I want bitches. He's like a he's like a modern day rapper, you know. He's like, I want that, I want that gold. Give me that bling. And so he's all like, Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. And then he's all like, Shit, I've been around for like a thousand years, and I still want more. I want to learn how to fight this secret fighting language or something. I don't know. He wants to learn how to like this special kung fu, right? And so he's like, I gotta go to this village in the woods. I got to go through this crazy forest that's going to try to kill me. And then I finally pop out and there's this lady there and she just whoops my ass continuously. Whooped. Whooped his ass, dude. But that's how they fall in love. And then it turns in like, then like the mom is all like talking to her kids and it ends up just being like a story that she's telling them. And 
they're like, oh, yeah, we just kind of thought it was all bullshit. Like, they're like, there's no way he was alive for a thousand years. It's like, no, no, actually, he's got these rings, right? As long as he holds them, can't die, can't age, mortal. It's like, that's I mean, after a while, wouldn't that get boring? No, dude, it would be great. You never die. And then at that point, he's so rich. He's just like, I can literally walk away from my like life of crime and nothing bad will happen to me. I can have a family. It'll be all good. I can take these rings off. I can grow old. I can give them to my kids later in life and then they can live for as long as they want and get like, like we got generational wealth. Like, fantastic. I thought it was funny. When they were, the car was crashing when they were going through the woods, and then he used the rings to get himself out of the car and just let the other two guys crash and off that cliff. Oh, yeah. Well, he totally could have saved them, too. He was a total piece of shit. Oh, he was, yeah, totally. And until he got redeemed at the end of the movie. Well, like, he kind of got redeemed at the beginning of the movie, too. Like, when the, the woman who ends up being their mom, right? Like, she's like, yeah, you know, like, I saw the good in him. And I uh, made him a good guy. I think the thing was, like, the rings made him a piece of shit. I guess. But, like, wouldn't the rings just kind of, like, amplify what you are already have a tendency to, like, want? Because, like, isn't it, like, saying something where it's all like, oh, no, that's the, the voices that they hear later from that, like, that soul room or whatever that is being hidden in that secret land? Right. And so, like, it's crazy how... The Marvel Universe is like, all right, we're just going to keep building these like secret lands on top of each other within our own world. Because that's just like they go through a portal to get to where she's from. They go through a waterfall. Yeah, but then like a oh, portal I know. Right, opens it was a waterfall. Up, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Well, I mean, like it's badass, but at the same point, I'm all like, all right, at least they explained them going to Wakanda with being like, oh, no, like, they're no, so... Like, like science, yeah. Like, yeah, they use the science to, like, just kind of block it off and make it look like there's nothing there. This is, like, a whole new fucking plane of existence on Earth, right? And that's where, they're, like, they've got all that those, like, funky creatures and shit, like that pig chicken that follows... <laughs> or, like, that <laughs> that is dad. What was that, what was that thing's name? Uh, Maurice. Morris? Maurice, yeah. Morris? And, yeah. yeah, he's, like, best friends with Trevor. And Trevor's like, like it was funny too because the Trevor was all like, "Oh shit, he's real!" Like you guys see him because they're all, they're it's all like, like, "I thought I was hallucinating." Yeah, they're all freaking out when they're like, "What the fuck is what it? It has no face." They're like, "He's real sensitive about not having a face, so let's real. not let's not fucking talk about it." Because my uh, my wife walked in just as she as he was on screen when Ben Kingsley was telling him to lay down and play dead. And she's like, he doesn't have a face. And I was like, he's sensitive about that. <laughs> so that's when we finally get to like what modern day. Well, yeah, it's like they're like, oh, it's like, well, it shows that the mom is like, she's like, here, here's these green necklaces for you guys. So like, you know, you guys hold on to these cool green necklaces. And she put that necklace on the kid. And then it was all like modern day where the guy's all like. Oh, I got to get out of my sweet bed and do some push-ups right away and I'm rocking my same necklace so you can tell it's me as an adult. And then he goes to pick up his friend and they're all like, yeah, let's go be 
valets or something. <laughs> oh yeah, they uh, she takes off with a joy ride in that car. Well, I love how she's like she's like, yeah, I'm living the dream. <laughs> yeah, and she tells her brother like, one day you'll pass your driver's test and you'll live the dream like me. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> she had um, so many good one-liners in this movie. Aquafina oh, yeah. was easily the best character, in my opinion. I love that part where she, he's the where the fight's getting ready to start. She's like, "Where's your shirt?" Yeah, dude. Like, I felt like she was like checking him out when he was walking out without a shirt. She's like, "God damn, look at him! Look at Sean!" Or like, yeah, when when he's like, when he's like, "My name's not Sean; it's Shang Chi," and she's like, "So wait a second. Your name was Shang Chi, and you changed it to Sean. Like, of course, it was easy for your dad to find you. Like, you <laughs> barely changed your name. Like, you could have gone with like Pete. Like, she didn't say that, but like, yeah, like you could have gone with Pete, right? I mean, be more creative. So yeah, so like, they're how do they even get on that train? The train or that bus? The bus? Oh yeah, yeah, because they're, they're taking the to bus work. to work. Yeah, yeah, they were going to work. Yeah, or no, like they're just sitting there. Or standing there or whatever, they're on the bus, and that guy like walks up and he's like, Give me your pendant. And nobody gets hurt. He's like, What are you talking about, man? You got the wrong guy. Like, I don't even know what you mean. And he's like, he's like, Your necklace, bitch. Give me your fucking necklace. And he's all like, Whoa, 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 whoa. My dead mom gave this to me. Don't be trying to steal my necklace. And Katie's like, Yeah, look at him. Do you think he knows how to do kung fu? And <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, You better give me that fucking necklace or else we're gonna wreck y'all. And this guy is all like, hey, my name's like Trevor or something. I'm going to film this fight and critique it because like they start fighting <laughs> and fucking Sean's just like whooping some ass. He's just like, oh, no, man, actually, I'm a fucking badass that was trained from seven years old to be this like super elite fucking killer. Dude, that fight, that fight scene was nuts. It really was. <laughs> the, the part where he's a. Uh... Like where he gets flipped around, and he comes around to the driver's side door. Open the door, please. Oh yeah. Well, and then that guy with the fucking the, the razor fuck, fist the, comes out. The, the, it's on Twitter. There was uh, I think that was in San Francisco. On Twitter, there was a bus driver from San Francisco breaking down that scene from like a bus driver's perspective. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> badass. <laughs> Dude, when he, when the bus driver got knocked out, I was like, "Are we about to get into like a scene from Speed?" Yeah, I thought about Speed at uh, this scene too. Well, yeah, well, that's when like oh, Aquafina's like, "Yo, I'm gonna fucking drive this bus because I'm a badass," while you're fighting off all these fucking ninjas and the guy with who who has a fucking sword for an arm. So he's fighting all those guys, and then they save all the passengers on the bus too. They're like, "Hey." This bus is going to fucking like split in half, man. I'm going to give you the signal. And then when I do, you fucking cut it hard, like left or right. I forget which direction. But he's fighting the fucking sword guy. And then he kicks him into the back half of the bus and he pulls that fucking like brake thing. And Aquafina's like, I got it. That was hilarious. Pulling the chip, pulling a little pull chain thing. Oh, dude, it was great. Like it was, it was a great way to use your surroundings, right? And the fucking. Like, they cut the bus in half, they save all the people, and they're famous. Because, like, that guy right. uploads that video to YouTube. How very, how very, how very meta, really. Like, using what would be going on in today's world in the movie. Well, I mean, it makes you know a lot of sense, have their right? phone. You know fuckers would have their phone out and be like, oh, I got this. 
Yeah, like, watch me record this shit. <laughs> I love always like, yeah, I did a little bit of karate back in my day, so I'm going to critique this fight as we're going along <laughs> right? here. You see all the likes <laughs> right. and hearts fucking popping up on this video? <laughs> Just like, this is fucking hilarious. But then that's when fucking Sean's all like, hey, Katie, I got I to gotta tell you a secret. And she's like, what's going on, man? And he's like, it's, like, it's not my name. My name is uh, Shang-Chi. And that's when she makes fun of him for, you know, like having a having really being bad at like at doing this. And then we see like a whole like training montage, which is interrupted by the flight attendant, which I thought was really funny because which it, I thought was hilarious. Well, like that was, it, that was really funny. It like showed that this montage just isn't just like a montage to have a montage. Like he's actually telling her a story, which is is cool, in my opinion. I thought that was pretty cool. And it was really funny the way she's like. She's like, so do you want chicken or do you want the vegetarian? Oh, sorry, this one's not longer available. You want the vegetarian? They're like, well, yeah, we'll take that. Well, actually, that one's no longer available. Don't we want the beef? Beef's all you got? Well, then, yeah, we're taking it. How about you? Well, yeah, he's obviously having the beef, too. Like that. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a good that was a good that was a good interaction. It was that was funny. And then that's actually where I wrote down a side note of Aquafina is the best. Easily the best thing in this movie, and you should watch this movie just for her alone. Then I have that he's all like, all right, so I'll be back in a couple days. I got to go find my sister because my dad is, uh, he's the one who sent those goons after me on the bus, and he's going to send more to find her, so I got to warn her that they're coming for her green necklace. And she's all like, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't going nowhere. Or you ain't going nowhere without me. Like, I'm coming with you because we're best friends. We've been through thick and thin. We're going to do it together. And I'm surprised that they like, never started like that. Rom- the, the, I felt like there was a romantic chemistry before between those two that they were alluding to that never got like picked up. Like fully realized? Yeah. Like it never, like nothing ever happened of it. I, I felt like they were more like, like brother, sister kind of stuff. I, I felt like it was best friends where she was just like, no, nah, yeah, definitely. Like, well, there was a scene where their fam with her family where their grandma asked when they were getting married, and I think he said we're just friends. I mean, if there is a romantic thing, they might push it more in the next movie. Yeah. Well, I feel like he doesn't really see it as as such, and she like, and Aquafina's like, I'm all about that dick. <laughs> and he's like, oh well, I mean, if you if I knew that, like, I'd be on board, right? That sounds fair. So. They end up going to this fucking fight club. Did they say where this was? I feel like it was in China. I feel like, yeah, it would be in China, but I'm wondering, like, they I don't think they ever put, like, a city, and I'm wondering if it's that place that they, what was that, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? They went to that one Asian place, and everybody freaked out because I think that had something to do with Wolverine. Wolverine goes out there and hides out. It's like a fictional Asian city. Yeah, and- we'll go with that. So they go to that fictional city and they start, no, they don't start a fight club, but they go to a fight club. And then the guy, like, he's all like, hey, sign here. And he's like, what's this for? He's like, I just need to see my sister. And he's like, sign here, motherfucker. And so he's all like, all right, man, Shang-Chi. Like, what up? And then homeboy's all like, oh, no, man, I don't know shit about your sister. I don't even know who that is. But uh, we got you fighting in the big arena because we saw, you know, your videos got a bunch of, you know, a bunch of hits on YouTube. We saw you fight off like five dudes, man. You can you can handle one person. And like fucking Aquafina's like, oh, man, is there like any money in this? And, and the homeboy's all like, oh, there's a ton of scratch. Like, don't even worry about it. And she's like, oh, we're in. Don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. 
And Shang-Chi's like, like, what? Like, what kind of bullshit is this? And then, so he's like, whatever, whatever. He goes with the one dude, and the one dude's all like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. Take off your shirt. And I was all like, this is weird. So he goes out there. And that's when the girl's all like, like, where's your shirt? Like, she's motioning with her hands to, like, like kind of, like, picking up her shirt. And right. and he's just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> what about that Wong fight? Which one? Wong. Wong was the fight before. He was fighting that big yeah, thing. The fight oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who the hell was the big creature he was fighting? At first, I thought he was Abomination. I have no idea, to be honest. Like, I thought it would have been pretty cool if he was fought, fighting the Hulk. I think he did call it a name, but I, don't, I didn't catch what it was. Fish boy. It, it did look like Abomination, too. That's what I thought. I just love how Wong made him knock himself the fuck out. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was badass. He's like, that hurt. I'm going to show you how it feels. <laughs> so, yeah, he ends up, like, going into that fight, that fight club thing. And his sister comes out, and he recognizes her, like, immediately. And that's when she, like, has this little mini flashback during the fight. Dude, yeah, but you see how hard she kicked him in the face? Oh, well, that's because she was fucking pissed off because Homeboy was like, was like, hey, Dad sent me on a mission to kill this person that killed Mom, right? And so I'm going to go and do it. But don't worry, I'll be back in three days. But in real- realistically, I'm never coming back. Like, I'm just running away. She hit him pretty good in the dick early on, and mm-hmm. it took him like two seconds to recover from that. Was fuck that dude? That would take you Yo, a that, long time. I don't know, man. That guy, that guy from. trained for years. I don't know if yeah, you get used crap, to get though, kicking in the dick. I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of training. Getting kicked in the dick like that, then nah, I'm good. Think of how many times he had to get kicked in the dick just to be able to react like that. Yeah, that's too like, many to want to count. He bro. had to get had to have gotten <laughs> kicked in the dick. So many times, just so he could be like, go ahead, kick me in the dick. Oh, that hurt, but I'm back. And he's just all like, yeah, no reaction. No, that, kick me in the dick again. See what happens. Was that Beavis and Butthead kick me in the Jimmy? <laughs> Man, I, dude, you think it was like probably like a thousand times he got kicked in the dick? I mean, if you're looking to let, I mean, because that kind of training is about deadening nerves and stuff. So probably. Oh, man. So yeah. like, can he even like. Maybe he's just not interested in sex anymore. <laughs> what are you? What? Like he's a eunuch? Well, no, no. Like, like he's still got everything. He's just like, dude. It's like, it's like, like the nerves are dead. So he's like, ah, no, like, so it really, doesn't work. I don't really feel anything. You know what I mean? Like, if someone touches it and they're vigorous with it, maybe it'll get going. But he's like, but he's like, ah, you know. I mean, like, ah, I'm not really looking. You know, I'm not like going out of my way to be like, hey, touch my dick. He's a human dildo. It's like I can't get off because I can't feel it, but. You can use it. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, like, I'm sure Katie would be down for that at least. But hey, you know, you can, you can, you know, go for a ride. But I ain't gonna feel nothing. I got kicked in the dick too many times. (laughs) Kicked in the dick. Not getting anything out of here. Way too many times from seven to fourteen. Oh man, how many times? Those are bad years to get kicked in the dick too. He's taking his dick is taking a beating. That poor dick. But then we go from that to a fight on the side of a fucking, like, skyscraper. Like, how many stories up were they? I'd, I'd probably say at least a good 50, 60. Because they were pretty high up there, like, at least to start. And then they're, like, scaling down the side of it, fighting all these fucking, like, 10 rings terrorist fucking guys. And they're all like, huh, 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 we are going to kill you. Right before this happens, 
all the guys start coming and then his sister and the dude that like signed him up for the fight fucking bail out oh yeah they bail agents. out and the dude that was being all friends with him fucking flips them out as flips them off as they're closing the door that was hilarious that was pretty funny well and that guy's her her number two at the end of the movie too i didn't catch that yeah he was standing like because like there was the fucking sword hand guy and that fucking guy standing oh like, with the uh Standing the second like, end credit scene? Yeah, standing on the sides yeah. of her during that second end credit scene where I'm like, oh, she's going to be the terrorist leader now. Oh, uh, damn. Unless she tries to like change the ton of rings for good, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got it. Why not just keep doing it? I mean, you already got all that money. Right? Dude, they're Might so as well rich. just keep doing it. They're so rich. I mean, they got like a thousand years worth of riches. Right? That's, nope. I mean. That's living the dream right there. Oh. <sighs> So that's that's why you want a mortal to be immortal. So like you can be like, man, it's gonna suck for like the first like couple lifetimes just trying to build that cake. But do you get enough cake going and you're just all like I'm just living living retired. You're immortal, you just rob a few <laughs> banks and then disappear or try to disappear. Yeah, I guess that's true too. Stash them over the way and if you end up going to prison, oh well you'll do however long it is and then they're like they're like you're in for 77 years and he's like i'd do that standing on my head let's go right i don't think you get that long for robbing a bank well i'm just saying like like, uh like that part at the end of the movie where the the dude that got his soul sucked out really quick to he puts him in his place by calling him a young man oh yeah he's always yeah and that guy looked legitimately a lot older than him right he's like hey man i'm a thousand years old so blow me right (laughs) and so okay so they're fighting on the side of this building. And then the fucking death dealer guy, the the ghost teacher from the earlier montage of uh, Shang-Chi him, him getting his, being yeah. taught. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, getting his ass whooped. Yeah. He shows up and he steals his sister's necklace. He's like, I got it, bitch. I'm taking this to your dad. And then they're like... Like, cause like he is, ends up having to fight Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi like knocks him down. And then his dad comes out and his dad's like, no, I told them they couldn't beat you. You will come home with me now. We will all come home to the Ten Rings organization. Sounds like a native American right there. (laughs) The cadence of that. Yeah. Kind of did, bro. This is chief sitting bear. (laughs) I didn't try to do that, but just what happened? So now the dad, right, the Ten Rings guy, he's all like, hey, check me out with my Ten Rings. This is what we're going to do. Your mom's alive, right? And they have her hidden captive. And his kids are like, no, man, like mom's definitely dead. And the dad's all like, how do you know? And Sean's like, I saw them murder her. Like I witnessed it. And he's like, no, 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 no. She's behind a wall. They're keeping her prisoner in the village that she grew up in. They want her to be locked away behind this wall, right? So we got to go there and save her. But I stole your necklaces so I could unlock this map. Will tell me how to get through that fucking killer forest without dying, right? But it only opens up like, you know, once a year or something. So we got to plan this like whole mission around that. But he's like, don't worry. It'll be fucking cool. How convenient that it was. 
How convenient, though, that it was in three days, though. Oh, yeah, it was real convenient. And how did they get through? Because they go and they get through, and then later he goes and gets through, and it only opens up once a year. No, like, so, like, I think the maze only opens up once a year. Like, the maze only gives you, like, that one clean shot all the way through once a year. They got through because the dad was all like, all right, lock them up in the prison until they agree to go. And they're in, like, this little prison, and they're hearing, like, some, like, ooh, moaning. Yo, Aquafina, Aquafina was hilarious. You're going to go toward that sound? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, like, that's my thought, too. I'd be like, fuck that. I'm staying right here. But so, like, Shang-Chi and his sister, they end up, like, going into that room, right? And that's when they, they meet Trevor and the chicken pig. And they're like, well, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> that was hilarious. And so, like, they're talking, and he's all like, he's like, dude, his name is Maurice. And Maurice is, like, talking to Trevor, and Trevor's like, all right, so Maurice tells me that he can get you through the maze because he knows how to work his way through the maze. He's about 90%. No, sorry, 19% sure. That was that was great. That we can get through, no problem. And Chug, she's all like, I don't know, man. That's pretty shitty odds. And Aquafina's like, nah, dude. We've done crazier things with worse odds. Let's fucking do it. Like, she is down to fuck his she's brain. Just, she's wants, she just wants to get into it, dude. Like, she is down with Sean. So they go, right? And they fucking, they make it through this maze, which it was pretty cool. Fucking little like that, that, scene, scene. that scene was pretty cool, yeah. Through the maze. And so they make it through the maze finally. And they have to drive through that waterfall, like you were saying, Spade. And then that's when they fucking go through that magic portal to that magic land. I forget what it was called. Like Talo or something. Ta- yeah, like that. Talo. Uh, yeah, Talo. Yeah. So they go there. One of those animals reminded me of a Pokemon. I can't remember what its name is. There was a lot of, like, I don't know Pokemon, but there's a lot of those, like, animals in that those like magical animals that reminded me or I felt like I'd seen before in like commercials for Pokemon or like other things that are showing Pokemon. It was a fox looking one that had like a bunch of Yeah, tails. like the eight tails or something. Yeah, I forget what it's called now. Or even like some like Magic the Gathering characters and shit like that. Like there was that like dragon lion. Yo, that thing was rad. Dude, I was kind of wondering, I was like, why didn't they just get like an army of these like dragon face lions? Because they seem to be ripping apart from the Ten Ring. They 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 were killing the guys from the Ten Rings organization pretty good. I like the horse looking things too. Yeah, those were pretty cool. It was all pretty cool. But yeah, that's when we get the like the montage of uh, oh. Shang Chi Shang Chi seeing his mom like like tell him this like she tells him like a message when all these people come to like fucking get their revenge on the ten rings dad because he's like no man i took off my rings and i can just ignore all the bad shit that i've ever done and like no one's gonna come looking for me or try to avenge them like no one's gonna try to kill my family right like like that's just not gonna happen right 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 i'll just go shopping by myself and you know like not even worry about my family but yeah that's when like she tells uh him like hey you know just go inside and be brave you'll be good like nothing's gonna happen right i just gotta talk to these people real quick 
And then, like, kids go inside. She doesn't know that her son's watching, but she's like, hey, guys, like, why don't you just chill out? My husband's no longer a bad guy. You guys need to leave and respect the property. You know, like, not hurt the kids, not hurt me. And we'll all be good. And then, like, 50 dudes come in. They're like, no, we're going to kill you. Yeah, but did you see how many bodies she stacked before they killed her? Oh, yeah, it was a lot because, like, yeah, her her husband comes home and he's all like, I got some groceries. I'm going to cook dinner. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, there's a lot of dead people here. Oh, my God, my wife. Oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? And she sees uh, Sean just, like, chilling by his mom, like, you know, like, pushing her, like, Mom, wake up, Mom. Wake up, Mom. Mom, wake up. Wake up. But, yeah, she's dead. And that shit was crazy, right? So, like, then... We see like the montage or whatever of like like his dad going to that poker game and his, like looking at his son, be like, "Are those guys that like you know some of the guys that killed your mom?" And uh, he's all like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe you should kill them, Dad." And so his dad goes in there and kills them all. So that would be a cool villain orange origin story is if he would have saw the dude about to kill his mom or does kill his mom, and he goes and he finds the ten rings and then he comes out there. Yeah, that would have been really cool. But at that point, he already had what, like, he'd already been alive for, like, 900 years. Because, yeah, he was, like, around since, like, way before this, right? I meant Shang-Chi, though. Oh, He would have been a villain instead of a hero. Yeah, he might still be a villain. I mean, his sister will be a villain, right? I guess. I could see that happening. That's when, you know, like, after that all happens, they do, like, a quick little, like, training montage there at the Talo secret world area. And they're like, hey, we got to defend. I feel like this movie has like a lot of montages in it. It, it felt like a lot of montages. What do like, you there think? was a lot of flashbacks and a lot of montages in this movie. Yeah, there's a few. But... I felt like, like they throw in that montage music like uh, they make fun of. Like man. rom-coms and shit like that. Yeah, I... or like in Rocky movies and stuff. Yeah. Like the, oh, you like the old 80s movies and, sh- and shit like that? Yeah. And so that's when the fucking the dad comes with his 10 rings terrorist and he's like hey you gotta let my wife out and his sister-in-law's like you know she's dead right like i miss her just as much as you miss her we all miss her why can't we all just be like relaxing hanging out and did he bring all the guys with them did he bring all the 10 rings with him because that didn't seem like a very big organization yeah it seemed like there was only like 50 to 100 people yeah, not even a lot of the guys that he brought with him, right? And that, yeah, I, I don't know if he necessarily brought everybody with him. Maybe he was just like getting cocky. Cause he's like, ah, oh, he's like, I got the ten rings, man. Like, I'll just bring my number two, who happens to be this sword arm guy, and I'll bring a bunch of like lackeys who can die. There he's was like, like the Shredder and the Foot Clan, and Deathmask dude is uh, I forget his name from the movie. But okay, so like, yeah, he doesn't really have his whole crew. Well, he's got, maybe he's got enough guys. Maybe, maybe he lost some guys along the way in the maze, right? Like, even though it opens up, maybe it only opens up for a short amount of time. Oh, you mean like it was closing, it's closing up behind them like it was when the, when Shang-Chi and them got in there? Yeah, like maybe. They couldn't get enough cars through there fast enough. Yeah, that's, that's maybe what it was. Like, like, all right, we can only get 10 cars through. Let's, you know, like, let's get the best guys in here. Obviously, sword arm is going to come along. And so, like, they get there, and they're like, all right, you unleash my wife. We'll be a good. If not, we're going to burn this place to the fucking ground. They end up having a fight. Ten Rings launches himself across. 
He's like punching the door, letting out a couple of dementors at a time. They're flying over the river and fucking stealing souls, bringing them back. And they're like, oh, no, if enough souls go into the big dementor, she'll break out and it'll be a fucking fight for the ages. She'll kill everybody. And so, like, she ends up breaking out. Right. But fucking Shang-Chi, he's like, I'm going to save this water dragon. And the water dragon comes up and he's fighting them. And it's crazy. And then that's when Aquafina's like, yeah. And she shoots that arrow. Oh, right through its neck. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was so badass, dude. And yeah, that darkness dragon was just like, I'm fucked. But yeah, there was also a fight in there between dad and Shang-Chi where he's all like, you're a little bitch. You watched them all kill your mother and you did nothing nothing to stop them and i'm thinking i'm like well yeah he was like six or seven years old like what do you want to do die with her yeah like Like, you just want him to die like yeah that'd be cool fucking idiot and so yeah he's just like as the like the darkness monster fucking ends up killing his dad and that's when his dad's like take the rings take the rings shug chi take them and then he does, and he, you know, him and his sister and Katie. The water dragon. And the water dragon saved the fucking world, man. They kill the darkness dragon, and they kill the other fucking little dementors that got out. What did what did she, what did Katie say? She called it a Kamehameha move that he pulled on that thing? Oh, yeah. Well, and then, like, he also shot the fucking cave with his ten rings power. He's like, yeah. Oh, to stop them from, stop them from flooding in. And then it all ends with them like back at that fucking table in that restaurant talking to those <laughs> friends. And the one friend's all like, you guys are just fucking with me, man. Like, I know this didn't all happen. You guys were literally just fucking valets like two weeks ago. And now yeah, you're trying to tell me you saved the world. It's funny when they were like talking about the big dragon. And I think they, I think Aquafina said, yeah, the big soul sucker was a nasty bitch or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was really good. But then that's when the fucking Doctor Strange minion, what was his name? Wong. Yeah, he comes through and he's all like, uh, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi. And he's like, yeah, that's me over here. He's present. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, all right, we need to go save the world again. Uh, possibly help Spider-Man. So you got to come with me. That's my guess is that he's going to be in the Spider-Man thing to help. You Spider-Man. think so? I mean, he's got it, right? I don't think so, but I don't know. We'll find out in a couple of days. We will find out in a couple of days. I'm going to have to stay off Twitter and shit to not get spoiled if <laughs> Andrew Garfield and all of them are in yeah. there. But then we go to, uh, what, the last last credit scene, and then that shows the sister kind of like taking over yeah. as the new emperor of the King Rings. Rebuilding the foot. I want to know what was up with, um, with because well, no, I, I just figured out what was up with Banner when he was talking to Wong because his arm was all bandaged up. Yeah. I forgot about, I the, thought about that. I forgot too. about the snap. I forgot about him doing the snap, which fucked his arm up. Oh, that's what happened. All right. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about that until right now. I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, how did he get a, a hurt arm? But yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, it's from the snap when he had the gauntlet on. I forgot about that. But that's the end of the movie uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into the ratings of uh, this movie? Yeah, who was that that played Captain Marvel? The woman? Yeah, because that wasn't, what's her name? Yeah, it was. Was it? I didn't get a good look at her. I was I was kind of distracted that part. Was it her? Yeah, it was definitely the same actress. Okay. 
All right. Well, now it's that time of the uh, podcast where we're going to rate Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on a 1 to 50 scale, 1 to 50 Randy Quaid's grading scale, where 1 is the lowest, obviously. 50 is the greatest, greatest, obviously. Greatest. Greatest? You should just go with that, dude. Just go with that one. And then 2 to 49 is literally anything in between. IMDb rates this movie 37.5 out of 50 Randy Quaid's. Who would like to go first? I'll take it. I'm going to give this one. I like the movie a lot. I'm going to give it like a 42. Nice, nice. I thought it, I thought it was over, overall well done. There was a lot of funny in it, and there was a lot of great action. I thought it was a pretty good movie. So is this a movie that you uh, plan on watching again? I think so, because like I told you before, I, like, I started watching it once, and I was just like, nah, I don't care. But after giving it this second chance, I'm probably going to give it a third. And then is this something that you would recommend uh, other people go out go out and check out? Oh, yeah. You just don't come into it thinking it's, you know, going to be one of the greatest kung fu movies you ever thought because it's Marvel's take on a kung fu movie. That's a really good way to put it. And there's obviously a lot of the Marvel superhero stuff going on. Right, right. Like, I mean, it's got really good choreography. I like the, I like the fight it seems a lot. It's just, would I consider this a good kung fu movie? Maybe. Would I consider this a good Marvel movie? Definitely. I thought it was really good fight action scenes, but like it definitely does lead it or lend itself to the theatrical points with like the magic and the immortality from Ten Rings and the powers and stuff like that. Right. All right. So, uh, Mr. Spade, where are you at? I'll give it a 40, Randy Quaid. It's not the greatest movie, but. <laughs> I had seen it before. I saw it when it first hit Disney Plus, and I think I liked it better the second time. Uh, it's not my favorite Marvel movie, but it's still a pretty good movie. I think now we're getting we're getting into like the era of these lesser known Marvel properties that like casual fans like myself don't know. And even like seeing Marvel movies now, you're trying to think of where it's going. Like, I don't know who Shang-Chi is. I don't know if he was, like, if we're doing the Avengers still now or know where he fits into all of this, where everything's going to go. But the fights were cool. I really liked the bus scene. The The opening was awesome. Like, their father was a fucking badass back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, I hope we get a, like, a prequel, kind of, which kind of shows, like, the time of the father's life leading up to... Him finding the ten rings, or no, like, like up to up to where he like he meets his wife. Yeah, they could do like the like give the origin where where he found the ten rings, but the movie itself would be like what happened after. Yeah, and how they like if like you were suggesting where it's like oh maybe the ten rings corrupted him. I think if they do anything more with like the actual ten rings like that, or like with the father, it'll probably be like a flashback to when he found them or something like that. That seems like it would make more sense to stuff into a movie than yeah, making you're right. a whole movie about it. I that's why I kinda think the the whole the Ten Rings didn't corrupt him. It just kind of brought out what your biggest potential desires, I guess, could be, which was like for him it was like money and power, right? So I don't think the rings will corrupt Shang Chi like I think it's partially because of his mother too, who she is. Yeah, and, and she told him like he had it. had the heart of a dragon, or the dragon. 
Yeah, so like he's supposed to be some super powerful like magic warrior or something like that. So it could be I don't know, it's it's super interesting. I'd like to see where it's gonna go. They did say the ten rings will be back. Well they might actually go to the origin too, because they were at that end credit scene they were wondering where they were from. Yeah, well, they were, we're saying they're older than and they don't know what they're made out of. Yeah, because they did ask him. They're like, how long does your dad have these? And he's like, oh, like about a thousand years. And they're like, well, they're way older than that. So and there was uh, I want to know who they're sending a message to. So like, I hope we get some shorts in the next like 10 rings movie if they're going to do that. And one of them is kind of like comedy short where like Jesus had the 10 rings. Yeah. And he's just like, ha, ha, ha. But then they stole them from him and they put them up on the cross. And they're like, we're going to hammer you to the cross so you don't get the Ten Rings. But then he gets them back. Like, they bury him with the Ten Rings, and he puts them on. And that's why he escapes from his grave three days later on Easter or whatever. Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> that'll never great. happen. That'll never happen. But that would be pretty good, I bet. I bet. I bet. I Jesus would, just whooping ass. I would love to see that. <laughs> I'd be like, this is fucking awesome. He'd be, like, super powerful and muscular. He'd be like, muscle Jesus. And then he rides a raptor. Muscle. And it just covers all the memes. Oh God! So would would you watch this movie again? Probably. Every once in a while, I run through all the Marvel movies, so I'd have to throw this one in there. That's what I do too. I I actually just ran through the the Marvel franchise once again, kind of because like I knew that they were kind of starting to restart. I just I've been I've been watching randomly uh, randomly. I just watched Civil War the other day, and that's one of my top ones. Yeah, I really like that movie too. Uh, that that's one of my favorites. That and Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that movie too. That movie's fucking great. It's so funny. It's so hilarious. Oh no, Thor's in a cage. That's one of my friends from work. Uh, so would you suggest that other people watch this movie? Would For you sure. recommend it? If you like Marvel movies, you got to see this one. I agree with that. I also think like if you just like uh like action fight scene movies, because there was a lot of them in this movie, and they were all good. This is one of those Marvel movies you don't have to watch previous Marvel movies in order to get a lot of it. Like, you might not know who Wong is if you haven't watched previous Marvel movies, but, I mean, that's not necessarily a big deal. No, it, it doesn't It doesn't hurt the movie. Exactly. So I agree pretty much with you guys. Um, I'm a little bit lower just because, like, I thought it was a great movie, but I, I don't think it... I don't think after one viewing... I would put it on the same sort of level that the first run of Marvel movies has gone. And as much as I love the Marvel movies and stuff like that, and I even like reading comic books and stuff, I am definitely more of a casual fan when it comes to Marvel and comics, even though I I do like reading them when I make the time to do it. And I've seen all the Marvel movies. I just will have to watch this one a few more times to see if, my initial score comes up before if it more just like cements that this is kind of what this movie is to me. I would give this movie a uh, 35 Randy Quaid's think it was very good. I don't think it was amazing, but I, I definitely think it was really good movie. I would recommend that people watch it. I think it was really funny in certain parts. Uh, I think the Aquafina's character, Katie was a real binding part of this movie for me without her character there would have been almost no comic relief and yet and it's, she didn't feel out of place right and she's i mean she was comic relief but she was still a badass yeah yeah and that is like 
I liked the how close she was with uh, Shang-Chi, so it gives me something to look forward to necessarily like for the next one to be like, oh, are they going to build off that relationship? Like, what's necessarily going to happen? Are they going to help Spider-Man in this new Spider-Man movie? Like, what's going to happen? I would definitely recommend people see this movie. And like you were saying, Titan, it's not necessarily one where you have to watch all the Marvel movies to get this. You can watch this movie and it can stand on itself. Right. Which is good. I think a lot of the Marvel movies are actually like that. But some of them rely on the others a little more than the others. This one is not one of those movies, in my opinion. I think that we can all agree that uh, you can catch all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, of course, our website, 50randyquades.com. You can follow us. uh, You can like us uh, or whatever you do with podcasts. You know, rate us and comment. All that cool, fun stuff. Next time on 50 Randy Quaid's episode 141, The Princess Bride. So we kind of figured out that in uh, 2021, season seven, hashtag 50 Club, we had a lot of fun just picking movies we fucking liked and loved and wanted other people to see. And we just want to talk about stuff that we really enjoyed. And so we're going to kind of bring that same mentality into season eight. Um, If anybody has any movies that, you know, they really love and they want us to, you know, check out, you know, you can hit us up on our uh, website, 50randyquades.com. And you can let us know what the fuck is up. And also, like, I feel like not necessarily movies that we already have loved and seen and stuff, too. This gives us a good opportunity to pick movies that we haven't necessarily seen that we do want to see because like i know we're planning on doing the new scream movie next year in 2022 when that comes out in january so probably making a trip to the movie theater to check out some scream but until next time we watch movies so you don't have to peace out (laughs)